0: get some perspective bruce st james and pamela hughes ktar news on 92.3 fm today in impeachment history there uh, will continue to be or the more formalized version of a debate over the rules moving forward and that really pamela to me might be the only bit of mystery left in this is what will the eventual rules of an impeachment trial in the Senate be?
1: Yeah, and when you bring that up, I mean, most people, I think their eyes would gloss over, but this is important stuff because they're determining whether or not evidence and witnesses are going to be allowed in a trial. I mean, could, could you imagine standing trial, Bruce, for something and evidence and witnesses not being allowed? Have you ever in your life seen a trial where that has taken place? No. Right, but, well, exactly. Well, I wouldn't call it a
0: trial. Well, call it something else. It, 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 call it yeah. whatever you want, but that's, that's not, not a, a trial. trial.
1: But that, right? that's, in essence, what they are voting on today. And then tomorrow, it is expected to be opening statements. Each side will get 24 hours. That'll be broken down into two 12-hour segments, which, I mean, just think about that. Can you imagine also being a senator? Uh, your phone is away from you. You're sitting there. You're in, You're having to watch for 12 hours straight. And, I mean, I think eventually they're going to want this thing to end quickly, and, and that's what mitch mcconnell is shooting for as well
0: so the focus i guess would be on are there any senators that are maybes swayable questioning not already predisposed one way or the other and i do think it's interesting that at least outside the state of arizona the national punditry uh,
1: class out there, thinks
0: that Senator McSally... Is in the middle,
1: yeah. At least when it comes to voting for witnesses, yeah. that um, they need de- Democrats need four Republicans to flip, if you will, in order to get witness testimony in the impeachment trial. They they believe that you know uh, Collins, Murkowski, and Romney are three. Who will that fourth be? And what I found interesting over the last week or so, Bruce, was how many political pundits, how many cable news talking heads Mm -hmm. were continuously throwing Senator Martha McSally's name into that mix. And and, and I'm sitting here going, what do you know that I don't know? Because there is nothing that I've seen in Senator McSally's DNA that would lead me to believe she would ever vote uh, for witnesses. She would ever vote against this, this president. And last week, I'm sure you folks have heard it already, but I believe the senator solidified that yeah. with this exchange with Raju. Senator McSally, should the Senate consider new evidence as part of the impeachment trial? Man, if you're a liberal hack, I'm not talking to you. Okay, the liberal hack, right? Everybody heard it. And then it.
0: immediately, by the way, I think that was a setup.
1: Well, yeah. Because so
0: they were... I
1: don't know if it was a setup.
0: Immediately selling t-shirts after it.
1: Yeah, I don't think Mauna set her up. No, she I was think, waiting for the question. Correct. I think it was by design. It didn't matter
0: what the question was going to be.
1: That she yeah. reacted Agreed. in that, 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 that capacity, because like you said, they were already um, fundraising off of it with with t-shirts. The president's war room uh, tweeted it out and had a hyperlink for donations. And then uh, Senator McSally Used it, you know, as a stunt to to raise money for her reelection campaign. Take a listen. I know you're fed up with the liberal media and their bias and attacks against President Trump and all Republicans. Well, today I called out one of those liberal hacks from CNN. The response has been overwhelming. The Democrats and the liberal media are teaming up to try and defeat us. They've already spent millions of dollars. Can you pitch in to help us hold this seat and keep the Senate majority? Smells like desperation.
0: No, you're an embarrassment, Senator McSally. Sorry. It's just an embarrassment. It wasn't a liberal hack question. It was a pretty normal, legitimate question that was asked that senators and congresspeople get asked all the time, you, because you're losing, because you're being, uh, uh, more money is going towards uh, Mark Kelly than you, um, you're desperate because you're probably going to lose your next election, too. You lost the
1: last one. Well, you know, you you talk about it being a legitimate question. She was just asked, would you support new evidence being entered into the trial? Yes or no? But I also find it interesting that Manuraj, you asked her, because, again, if we're looking at this, if we're taking a step back out of Arizona and looking at this from the national landscape, you have had a lot of people on the national platform saying that for up until that up until that Mm -hmm, moment mm -hmm. that Senator McSally. Could potentially be a swing vote now. No. Why were they saying that? Because why? I don't. I don't believe that. I've never believed that. Well, because Arizona is turning more purple, and mm-hmm. I think that what they've done is just assume that since she's in a tough race, since Arizona is turning more purple, that she is going to have to, you know, bend and become more of a moderate Republican in order to win that seat. I haven't seen anything in her DNA that says that that's going well, to happen. You say that.
0: I think after she was appointed, not elected, my, my vibe was, at least for, let's go with the first nine months. How's that? That she was trying to be uh, seen as something of a moderate, certainly right of center. She's a Republican. That's fine. But that she wasn't some bomb-throwing radical. She wasn't off the deep end. I think Martha McSally has made the calculation, Pamela. That being a thoughtful, nonpartisan, work across the aisle, here to get things done, senator isn't going to get her reelected. Get her elected. Get her elected. Apologize. Thank you. She's yet to be elected to the Senate, and that she the the strategy seems to have been relatively recent. This this shift towards let's go back to. By the way, I'm going to point out the failed. Run for Senate against Kirsten Cinema, where the Arizona Republican Party, their own, what do they call it, postmortem? You know, when they go back and look at the election, said the reason that Martha McSally lost and Governor Ducey won. So you had a, a Republican governor win, and you had a Republican for Senator lose, was specifically because she was too closely tied to Trump. Why does she think it's going to be any better this time?
1: Yeah, when you talk about the postmortem, a memo from her campaign and the strategists for it published uh, by The Washington Post show that internal polling during the primary, President Trump never broke 80 percent favorability among Republican voters. And a certain segment of Arizona Republicans was outright hostile to President Trump. It was against the Kavanaugh appointment. It goes on to say, Bruce, this segment of modern Republicans, especially women, proved very difficult to bring home to a Republican. Candidate that supported both President Trump and the confirmation of Justice Kavanaugh. It, it,
0: it, it strikes me that she has figured out that this is still a money game, right?
1: Well, it, it, this it, is about money. It's especially now that you've got Mark Kelly that has oh, fundraised her correct? tremendously. Yeah, uh, and and that money's coming from out of
0: state, in state, whatever. Sure. We, we, it all does, right? And that she figured out. The only way she can raise money is by being more Trumpy, that that's her only option to raise more money. Now, the problem she's going to have is there's no way to pivot back to the center. You know, there's no way to get away from that in a general election. election. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she is behind in every poll that they've had so far. And she sounds desperate.
1: I still find it funny that those that aren't here in Arizona are not in the Valley she, genuinely thought think that that she play. was in play. We yeah. keep
2: talking about are there Republicans in the Senate who might join with Democrats, vote for witnesses, might join with Nick Democrats. I was
1: talked about because she's Nick in Arizona. Sally is from a, a swing state yeah, exactly. and she's up for
2: election this year and she's got a Democratic opponent who's already who's raising, raising tons of a ton of money. Yep. And the fact that before this trial really even begins, she went out of her way to make that kind of a public statement. The Trump team, as you said, immediately jumped on it. I think it speaks politically to an instinct there to align herself. So I think you take her off the list? Yeah. She never was on the list. She
0: was list. never on the list.
1: Be the, the, because the list the is list.
0: Mitt Romney.
1: Yeah, Collins. Uh, Susan Murkowski, Collins. Murkowski. Alexander. He, that, yeah. That's the list. Yeah. That, yeah.
0: Don't put McSally in on that list. Uh-huh. She is nowhere near uh, that level of uh, even considering being something in the middle, right? I think it's funny. Yeah. yeah it is ridiculous. Let's be honest. So... You probably clean your house all the time, right? You probably throw out old things from time again. But do you clean up the email or the the data on your digital devices? Are you a digital hoarder? I'm looking at you, Pamela.
1: Oh, come on now.
0: No, you're not alone. We're going to talk about digital hoarding. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. So I saw something. It, it made me think about this, Pamela. Over the week, uh, last weekend, I, um, with a bunch of people, and you know how, it, anytime people tell me, let me show you something on my phone, right? I'm going to show you a picture on my phone. They pick up their phone, right? Mm-hmm. And... Right at the bottom, you have like on an iPhone, especially you have your your most used things, yeah. and 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 a lot of times your mail one is on there. Sure. Look, look at my mail one right now.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: My mail has a one on it. Hold on, let me get rid of that because you I apparently one? have. Okay, oh hold on, Pamela. Back to, back to good. Take a look.
1: Uh, okay, do you, do you want to see mine? I'm at a
0: zero now on your email? on my I, in I don't know emails. I've, ever I've read everything on my email. Okay, okay you
1: you want to see mine? I'm ready? You ready?
0: 789. <laughs> 789 unread emails. Okay, so hold on. That, I'm, uh, I'm getting anxious, but hold on. Trey, Trey's not listening, so I can make fun of him. He lives in Texas. So he's trying to show me a picture of his son on his phone. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you have 48,000 unread emails? Good And nice. he goes, yeah, i just never delete anything off the phone. Never delete what? anything. I don't know if I've gotten 48,000 emails in my life, much less haven't read them. I mean, he, is, uh, give that little number, Pamela. It was in tiny little things. I go, what does that say on your your little mail icon? I don't know it could go that high. 48,000 plus unread emails. Your
1: buddy Our, Trey is a digital he hoarder. He most certainly
0: is a digital hoarder.
1: And he's not alone. No? 52% of us have never deleted anything Who, from a device.
0: It, okay, seriously. Okay, if I get any of these little um little numbers and icons... I immediately go and get rid of them.
1: Oh, so so your text messages are they are they at zero too? Of course they are. Okay, look at my text messages. Twenty two. I have twenty two. Yeah, I mean, come on. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? Why do you... No
0: wonder you never respond to text messages. You haven't responded to text messages God knows when.
1: Uh, hi, my name is Pamela, and I'm not exactly a digital hoarder because I don't fall into the 52% of Americans that have never deleted any files, apps, oh, or anything from their phones. I fall into the other 33% uh. who say they have files on their phones or other devices that are... Ten or more years old, no joke. Like I, I when ten I, d- or
0: more years, so I go into like Gmail. Uh, I have a Gmail account, right? Yeah. I go in, and usually it's like around January first, and uh, I delete everything from the previous year. I just what? clear it all out. <laughs> so, like, I'm looking right now, Pamela. The breathe. oldest email I have, the oldest email I have,
1: yeah,
0: February of 2019. And it's a picture I kept. Okay, so... Only, like, like pictures I I
1: don't know where some of these things get tucked away. The reason being because, you know, let's say, like, I went back to visit my folks in in October. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, where's the flight information, right? So I just kind of do a search for that. And, like, up pops the flight confirmation for my honeymoon. When was that? That was over 10 years ago. Oh,
0: my lanta.
1: Okay, And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I don't even know where that is stored in order to find, but it's somewhere. It's somewhere. Now, I I do clean it out. No, you don't? Just Obviously, regu- no, you don't. Wait a minute. Not regularly. D- I do not delete that. The last ten years. Okay. Well, I, I well, I don't know where it got stuck. If you go, <laughs> if you go into my like my personal email account and and. You look through it like it looks empty. These, you have seven hundred and eighty-nine unread <laughs> emails on your
0: phone. Don't tell me it's empty. I swear to goodness, that makes me anxious. I can tell
1: it's my email, and you're anxious. I'm anxious that you have seven hundred. So I guess when, I'm anxious uh, when you just delete everything uh, at the beginning of the uh, year. I'm like, but what if? What if? What if?
0: If it was important, I always say that if, if I haven't responded to your email in a year, I I hope you're not sitting around waiting for one. Stevie Z, how's your phone looking?
3: Uh, I have.
0: 900 unread emails. Welcome, Steve. By the way, 200 of them are from me. I'm pretty sure he never responds to me. That's my personal email. My work
1: is at zero. I clean that out as I go.
0: So here's, maybe, maybe I treat email differently. So I delete them when I've Acted upon it or there's no reason for me to have it. I leave emails in there if there's like I still need to do something about it or it contains well, something I might need. that's a very
1: logical way of handling your email account, Bruce. I'm not saying the way I handle it. It's logical. Like a lot of times, you know, I'm in the grocery line. And I see an email, and I'm like, oh! And I read it, and I'm like, ah, don't have time to respond right now. I gotta leave it there, and so it's left there. It's number <laughs> seven hundred eighty
0: nine to be done on your list. Is the but I problem? Mean,
1: like you, you know that. Like we, we get a ton of email as well. I get as many as you do. So I just, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, come I on.
0: clear the junk mail out all the time. I'm
1: always oh, the deleting junk mail, everything. That's fine. Yeah, you know, I can I, clean out the junk mail. That's,
0: I I get rid of deleted items. I go through. I'm always survey asked people.
1: Why they never delete all the files. The top excuse was a nagging feeling that they might need those files sometime in the future. Yes, think about it. For what? You used to have that filing cabinet in your office that you'd have like taxes from 10 years ago. That I never went to and used. I know, like, when I moved, what, you know, 12 years ago or so, uh, the amount of paperwork, and I'm looking like, wait, do do I really need bank statements? What do they call that?
0: Banker's box? Like uh, I
1: have some of those in
0: my my garage that are like receipts and tax information right. from the
1: 2000s. You like I don't need what this the, anymore. What I I don't even know what to do with it. Every time like I've moved, I can't delete it. I would I, hit delete if I could. <laughs> I've purged like the paper documents. Yeah, yeah. And so since I've gotten to that point, I just feel like the digital documents you just might need at some point. Like, you know, your flight information for your honeymoon and you
0: know, In case you need to go back 10 years ago and yeah. find out what time your plane left. <laughs>
1: I'm not saying it's Who logical. are you, I'm just you saying people? it's me. I'm just saying it's me. Oh. Hey, you know what? The golf tournament hailed as the People's <sighs> Open returns to the TPC Scottsdale as the Waste Management Phoenix Open tees off January 27th. It runs through February 2nd. Head to the rewards page at com for your chance to win two Greenskeeper passes to the greatest show on grass.
0: Let's drink some of the other KTAR folks in here. we got a new show kicking off this Today, afternoon. Today, right?
1: yeah, big day in the afternoon.
0: Gatos and Chad. Why don't we invite Gatos and Chad in the studio? Let's do it. All right, they're coming up next on Arizona's News Station. KTAR News on 92.3 FM. Get some perspective. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes panel of the testosterone level in the yeah. studio just went through the roof. I don't know and if I can take the, this. <laughs> the the, the bergamot and ginger diffuser is barely covering the scent. I still of try to manly men in here.
1: Yes, today is a big day. We're not talking, I think about, just talking about me. Yeah, that's <laughs> I that's Chad right there. You've got the Gatos and Chad show starting this afternoon on KTAR. Guys, what's up?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? We're ready so, to go. Right. Good to have you in here. Thanks. Two o'clock today. The Two o'clock launch. today. Officially, it starts. Yes. Are you ready to go? We've talked about this forever. Are yeah. you ready to yeah. do I this? It felt thing? like the
3: Super Bowl, where you wake up at like six in the morning on Super Bowl Sunday, and they start <laughs> having like the before the show, before the, the show, pre, before the, yeah, yeah, the pre, 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 pre. Yeah. We're finding out like what the kicker's favorite food is <laughs> all the way. Can up I make to a prop
0: they... bet on this show? Yes. Any yes. prop yeah. bets on it? You know, what, yeah. what is your prop Who, bet on this show? I don't know, who's going to cuss first? Let's go with that. Oh, yeah. I you kid
1: because I love. No, we do run
0: it on delay, and Pablo's pretty quick with that.
1: Yeah. But like on Chad. I did have to bet, okay, so you you know you guys, Chad, you filled in on the show a couple times. Yeah. People have gotten that taste, but yeah. but, but,, what can folks expect when they just tune in at two o'clock from this point forward on the Gatos and Chad show?
2: I think it's going to be mayhem. That's the word yeah. that I keep using yeah. because we have the two biggest mouths in the world, even bigger than Bruce, hey now. Sorry. That's saying something.
0: I, let me I, tell I you. take no offense.
2: And, and, he, and Chad and I like to talk. We like to talk separately. We talk, like to talk together. And I think we're just going to talk, 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 yeah, talk. Absolutely. Talk, it's, gonna a lot
3: of, it's just going to be fun. We're going to come everything. out and we're going to talk about everything. It's going to be politics, pop culture, you name it, and, and silliness, and, and who knows what else comes from it. You, we'll have some serious and we'll have a lot of funny. You talk
0: about it. You, you kind of you picked a good time. Gee, there's things afoot, and we right. can talk about, I mean, the impeachment trial, it's going to be smack dab in the middle of your show. Yeah. We're going to have these debates back and forth, the rules, et cetera. The rules. <laughs> well, that's what we're debating that's, today, this, right? This How stupid are Robert's rules of order, yeah. right, is it's what like... we're debating.
2: But
1: the big question is, do you guys have your, your liberal hack buddy t-shirts? Oh. Do you guys have those yet? <laughs> no. uh, yeah, yeah, do you no, have yeah. that? No? Yeah. No? Your Martha McSally oh, Okay, just wondering. So. Just wondering.
2: We're going right. to wear shirts that just say we're a hack. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just go with that. Yeah,
3: I want to be nonpartisan hack. Yeah. I'm totally cool with, I don't care what side thinks I'm a hack. I'd like
2: to be a, I'm not a Republican, I I'm, a, I'm not a Democrat. I'm
0: just a hack. Yeah. Just I, a think hack? Work I just, just tell people a skeptic, I don't. I not hack. I don't join cults. That's my thing. I, <laughs> uh, I just don't either. join cults. Boy, the the T-shirts
1: real. that we could make from this yeah. segment are pretty epic. <laughs> uh, no,
0: not into cults, but we we are looking at at impeachment, and you guys are going to be all over that yeah. today. Uh, a question, and and Pamela, and I had this discussion a little bit earlier. Do you think there's enough R's? that the rules package will come out that they might actually have witnesses or evidence.
3: Uh, I think that there's going to be, I think there's enough R's that are going to go with the Democrats that we're going to have some some new stuff uh, brought in and some, some witnesses. But at the same time, you know, there, there's reciprocity because the Republicans are going to be able to bring some people in too. And at the end of the day, this is still political. Nobody's leaving in handcuffs no matter no. which way it goes. So yeah, there's going to be some people that are going to be uncomfortable. And think about this. Biden... Adam Schiff, a lot of these people, Hunter Biden, are going to be called, and you can call it embarrassment. You can call it this is ridiculous. It has nothing to do with it. They'll figure out a way to make it feel like it, and that's going to open up a can of worms. And I think the Democrats know that. I don't mm.
2: think I don't think you're going to have any witnesses, and I think the thing's going to last like five weeks. I think they're going to. Oh, figure out. if you away. don't have witnesses, I it'll did. go a lot quicker I, than that. I, I know. I, I you would think so, but I, I just got a feeling that Trump wants this thing to drag on. He wants uh, he to. What's done by the State of the
1: Union on the fourth.
2: Yeah, he wants to make himself look as good as possible because the house dragged him down and they crushed him and they impeached him. I just have a feeling this thing is is like the the Republicans are going to give anything. But they're going to try and make it last as long as possible. Nancy Pelosi delayed, so now you're going to probably see Mitch McConnell delayed. Mitch mcconnell It's going to be one of delay. those things.
1: I don't oh. see how it benefits the Republicans to delay it, to be honest with you, well, because they, they know want the to get end, it over and done with. They
2: know the end of the game. They know the score at the end of the game. Yeah. And, mm-hmm, and I do mm-hmm. think, I, I have a feeling, Romney's going to vote against Trump and Cinema's going to vote for Trump.
3: Yeah. Those and those I have, are going
2: to be the two that, to watch. Sinema's going to vote oh, with Trump and Mitt Romney, because he wants to run for president again, he's going to vote against Trump. You think Romney wants to run for
0: president? Uh, oh, yeah.
3: Again? I I think everybody wants to be president. Nobody wants to run for president, right? Like, I think there's the a good argument behind like, that. Like, everybody wants to be... Like, people want to be thin. They don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> to do the, the work bit,
1: to actually that, get that. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: Exactly, a hell of an analogy. <laughs> you know, it's I like... like ah. Can I tell you that I always thought this was, was a good thing. My my dad used to say he refuses to vote for anybody who wants to be president. Yeah. Huh. Oh, absolutely. Because the mere fact that you express a desire to be president means that you're probably a little bit crazy and we shouldn't consider well,
3: it's it's an egocentric position, right? Like, you can't get into any of these positions in high power, athletic any of this stuff, without having, we all have egos in this room, let's be real,
1: and, but we don't have the egos those people have. If you're just joining us right now, it is Gatos and Chad, their show, brand new, kicking off today, 2 o'clock, and I've got one last question for oh. you guys. Mm. We just wrapped up a segment on digital hoarding. <laughs> How many emails, do you, I don't know if you guys have, <laughs> you have your phones. phone on yeah, you? You no know phones. what? I am the exact opposite. So it, it creeps it's... me out. I
3: try to get rid of every single There's thing. I one, don't like one red spot on no there. No one, one there. red That's dot right. on, so on mine. None. I hate you, uh, not it. Not one. one. D. Okay, uh, got yeah, it. Very All much. Right. You and much. me are the same. That's exactly right. Okay, zero, zero
1: unread How
2: emails, zero minimalist, unread emails. Minimalist. Minimalist.
1: How many do you have, buddy? I turn
2: my email off so no one can reach me. Wait a minute. You but you still it. get I, them. I, I'm just kidding. I have emails... From probably 2001.
1: Thank you. You and I are in the same boat. Yeah. I don't think
0: I had email in 2001. No. no.
1: Yeah.
3: Did we have it back yeah, then? Yeah, but not yeah. really, like, in a way. Like, that was just first. Like, Is that like thing.
0: getting a MySpace message? Like, what was I doing back then? Do you still have your MySpace
3: page? <laughs> uh, I, probably. Yeah. Apparently, we all
0: do. Everybody still like, has Like, they the never went away. No, yeah. I deleted mine. I think, think, it doesn't you, go think away. you deleted it. It doesn't go away? No. I'm going to Google myself, myself. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to see if I'm still on the... I want to know who my top six friends are. <laughs> 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 I, probably won't... I probably don't have any communication with any of them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to bet? Remember that, that on the mice, man? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Top six friends. That was kind of a creepy thing, wasn't it? It was very that creepy. was very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Used to start a lot of fights. Gatos and Chad kicks off today. Two to six, two to six, two to six. Let's do it. Awesome, guys.
1: Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys.
0: Outstanding. After the next election, after the November 2020, marijuana, pot might be legal in over 40 states? Can Arizona be one of them? We're talking about it. Coming up next on Arizona's News Station. Arizona's News Station. KTAR News on 92.3 FM. Get some perspective. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. It's becoming normal, Pamela. You, you drive around, you see... Marijuana dispensaries, medical marijuana dispensaries. If you travel to states where it's legal, you go to California or Nevada, Colorado, you got people selling the weed, it seems like, on every street corner. I was just in Oklahoma. Last week, I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't even know fully what... There is a weed dispensary on about every other corner. Oh, yeah? They are everywhere. And they've got the signs, you know, one gram, you know, come in and get your prescription. uh, I guess it's medical. Medical, but they're pushing, you know what I mean? It's everywhere. There's billboards everywhere. It's a big industry. It is a huge industry. And if you take a look at the 2020 election cycle, we may end up with 40, four zero states With some form of legalized marijuana.
1: Right. So when you say, you know, 40 states have some sort of legalized marijuana, that's also including the medicinal, which we have here in Arizona. So Arizona is already included in this lot. There are more that could come from the 2020 election. But I think it's also important to point out that more states are also legalizing the recreational marijuana. So we've had medicinal here for quite some time. And the initiative to try to get the recreational uh, marijuana on the ballot, uh, it failed last time it, it got on, and it looks as though it's going to be on the ballot again in 2020. There are three different proposals, I guess you could say, that are being floated out there right now. They all have to get their signatures in by June and then have like the you know initiative drafted and, and, and get on the ballot by July. The one that looks like it, it is most... I don't know what you want to call it, most likely to to make it to to the ballot, uh, already has 150,000 signatures. Seems like a lot. They need 237 in order to qualify to be on the ballot, and they expect to get about 400. So it looks as though the people of Arizona are going to have an opportunity to vote on recreational marijuana in Arizona on this uh, this upcoming election. And
0: and the last time that it was on the ballot, it... I would say narrowly lost, and and every time you've seen these votes, the numbers get narrower and narrower and narrower, and then you see all these other states that are voting for legalizing it even recreationally. And I think the, the writing is on the wall.
1: You know what I do too. I think eventually Arizona is most definitely going to go in this direction, and if this particular you know initiative gets on the ballot, I think that 2020 may be the year that that actually happens. Even though I'm for you know legalizing marijuana, I don't. I'm in our state because the way we run it, I, I don't know if I want it to be done by voter initiative. I think I'd rather have the, the state legislator do it so that they have more control over it. Uh-huh. So that's one of my sticking points on it. But the measures that make the ballot whether it be recreational marijuana here in Arizona or in other states that consider that are considering the same thing or even medical um, could drive voter turnout at the polls. And by extension, they're saying (coughs) could affect the presidential election.
0: Not by accident. Not by accident. We have some friends, you and I both do, and we have them as guests on here that are political analysts, political advisors. And they'll be the first ones to tell you that ballot initiatives can drive certain groups to show up because they're very very passionate about a specific issue. And by the way, now that you're here, vote for these candidates and they tend to vote one way or the other.
1: Maybe the candidate doesn't get you out to vote, no. but the the topic, the initiative does. And
0: so you could I don't think you need to be a genius to say, well, if you are for the legalization of marijuana recreationally, you Probably disproportionately lean towards the D's. So the idea is, you can get this on the ballot. Some people who literally may not care who the senator from the great state of Arizona is, may show up and may fill it out just to make sure the weed is legal. And by the way, while we're here, we're going to vote for a bunch of D's is, along the is way. Is
1: marijuana a, a predominantly Democratic uh, like issue? Democrat I think it issue? gets into
0: the whole idea of like like uh, the, the conservative. Um, which tends to be more along the religious lines would be more opposed to it.
1: Hmm. I guess I never really saw it as Oh, I think a traditionally it's
0: might, it is a partisan issue. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Not like if you start talking about like abortion or uh, you know like guns. Yeah, you you start kind of being able to draw those very clear political battle lines. Yeah. I just I I've never really considered it to be really? honest with you. I haven't. No, I haven't really considered it. Um but I do think yeah, that because I
0: always think it it leans more D de- legalization, and again that gets into this that kind of whole kind of concept. So of, how that
1: how would that impact here in Arizona? So let, let's let's game theory this out. So. Come November 2020, it looks as though this one campaign um, would have enough signatures. It looks like they're going to get to the point where they'll have enough signatures to get it on the ballot. The uh, smart and safe Arizona is what they're smart calling it. Safe. I know, right? How could you vote against that? Why would you vote against right? things that are smart and safe? I mean, not only is it smart, Who are you? it is also safe. But if that gets on the ballot in 2020 here in Arizona that is already turning more purple, you could see how this could have a very strong political impact. I found a poll real oh, quickly. okay. Sure, right. Sure. So
0: this is legalizing marijuana. You ready? Yeah. Ds, 69%. Okay. Independents, 66%. Okay. Republicans,
1: 42%. Okay. Oh, that's my ignorance on that one. Yeah. It, it, it's
0: not all or nothing, Yeah, but it leans. And so if you could get a ballot initiative like that on there, would it draw people out who maybe normally aren't in the political process but want to vote for this? The answer to that probably is yes, which is also why D's would be in favor of that being on the ballot.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, we may see it here in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. I never really spent much time thinking about it. I'll grant you
0: that. It's not a topic of discussion at every dinner table. Yeah. We'll tell you about the tragic story and the latest things we've learned this morning about the death of three young children right here in the Valley. That's coming up next.